everybody's kind of going after the same pool of people. And this really kind of can help put us in front. Welcome to Sense Sliced Bread. I'm your host, Charlotte Ashley, editor of Baking and Snack. In 2020, we tackled the workforce challenges the baking industry was facing then and talked to baking companies about the innovative ways they were recruiting workers. But that was two years ago, and the labor market has only gotten tougher. In this season of Scent Slice Bread, we're revisiting the issue to talk about how things have changed and the strategies baking companies are using to keep their talent. This episode of Scent Slice Bread is brought to you by California Prune Ingredients from Sunsweet. Sunsweet is your source for purees, concentrates, powders, and dices made with prunes. Give your food a taste of California. On today's episode, I'm speaking with Marjorie Helmer, president of Cypress Research, and Lauren Williams, director of government relations for the American Bakers Association. We're discussing the American Bakers Association's joint study with the American Society of Baking conducted by Cypress Research about the workforce challenge. The 2022 study called Workforce Gap in U.S. Commercial Baking, Recruitment and Retention Challenges and Best Practices was conducted in October 2021 and February 2022 and is an update on the 2016 study called Workforce Gap in U.S. Commercial Baking, Trends, Challenges, and Solutions. So let's dive in and find out what's changed. Welcome to Since Sliced Bread, Marjorie and Lauren. Thanks. It's great to be here. Thank you, Charlotte. So Marjorie, let's start out and talk about the study and what you found when you surveyed bakers. Um, how has the extent of the skills shortages changed over the past five years for the positions tracked in your industry research? Yes, we are so excited about this new um, updated research. So Charlotte, as with the 2016 baseline study, this updated research covers trends within hourly, skilled and unskilled production positions. And perhaps not surprisingly, changes over the five years between the two studies have been more profound than professionals expected. In 2016, company skill shortages were being experienced among hourly skilled production workers at a much higher rate than within companies' unskilled production positions. And back in 2016, when asked to project ahead by 10 years to 2025, expected skill shortages for these same positions, professionals generally expected shortages for unskilled positions to have increased over that 10-year period by less than 20 points. So really starting out with fairly low expected shortages and anticipating only moderate increases over 10 years. In 2016, companies did anticipate continued high to severe skill shortages with skilled production workers over the coming 10 years. And the current study shows that they were right. The shortage of skills among these workers remains very acute today and is expected to continue. But the current industry study tells a very different story today about the acceleration of this challenge within hourly unskilled production positions. Today, over half and nearly 
two-thirds of the industry reports experiencing high to severe shortages among key hourly unskilled production staff. And this includes production helpers, loaders and shippers, and hourly sanitation workers. So in fact, in just five short years, the intensity of the skill shortage among unskilled production staff has caught up to and is really keeping pace with those in experienced in hourly skilled production roles. And back in 2016, professionals did not expect this degree of difficulty within their unskilled production ranks, even by 2025, and yet it's here today. So where do we see the pain points for the baking industry in terms of recruitment and retention from this study and that was released in 2022? Yes, well, let's take recruitment. So the top five challenges that 80 to fully 97% of bakeries expect to continue over the next five years at a moderate to significant extent, they actually remain the same as those five from the 2016 baseline study year for both skilled and unskilled production positions. And they are led, number one, by difficulties in IDing viable talent pools. And this is a challenge that nearly 100% of respondents expect to continue to face in the future. So that's number one. It's followed closely by a branding-related challenge, which is just making bakery manufacturing appealing. So recruiting is a real challenge because it's not viewed as an appealing career path. Added to that, the challenge that when recruiting candidates for these types of positions, the fact that they don't always fully appreciate the non-monetary value of company benefits, really cash compensation is much more highly valued. And then rounding out the top five is another branding related challenge just a lack of awareness of career opportunities in baking, and finally, the lack of needed skill sets. Now, when we turn to retention-related challenges facing bakeries, over the next five years, at least 77% and up to 94% of bakery professionals expect their companies to face six key challenges in retaining their hourly skilled and unskilled production talent, with their concerns only increasing significantly from those 2016 baseline levels. And five of the top six challenges are closely correlated with one another. The number one challenge being that bakery manufacturing is characterized by difficult work hours. So it's difficult to keep those employees. Now, this is followed closely by, in particular, first year retention issues then by chronic understaffing of the production floor, which we know contributes to retention issues. Now, this is a a perennial industry issue for sure, but it's been exacerbated further by the pandemic. And then we have the retention challenge of manufacturing being a challenging work environment. And so you can see how all of these that I've been talking about are related to one another and they conspire to make it difficult to keep hourly production staff. And then the top six are rounded out by the issue of adequate compensation. So baking companies definitely continue to face headwinds with regard to recruitment and retention of these employees. So yeah, there are a lot of tough findings. So let's pivot. Where has the baking industry improved since 2016 when it comes to recruitment and retention? Where's the, where's the <laughs> right? hope? 
Well, there actually is good news among all of this struggle. During the last five years, companies have had to work harder to develop strategies and implement practices and formal programs to address the intense challenges of attracting and retaining its hourly production staff. And so best practices in recruitment are led by the use of companies' online job boards, by starting and maintaining formal employee referral programs, and hiring unskilled workers, and then training them up into skilled production positions. But the biggest recruitment-related improvements during the past five years is the industry's widespread adoption of formalized employee referral programs and companies leveraging digital recruitment tools like social, um, virtual and in-person job fairs, and online applications and resume processes. If we remember that the industry is facing the top recruitment and retention challenges of making bakery manufacturing appealing, of its difficult work hours, of bakery uh, manufacturing being a challenging working environment. The study tells us that from 75 to 90% of professionals report that their companies are focused today on offering truly competitive benefits and starting wages for these kinds of positions. And they're promoting and valuing a more diverse, equitable, and inclusive company environment. And they're actively establishing a positive culture. These aren't, those two issues are not things we were really talking about five years ago. There are also formal onboarding programs that have been established, and they include elements like formal employee orientation, introductions to senior management, and exposing these staff positions to the full production process so that these new team members can see where and how they're contributing to the big picture. Um, companies are also doing their best to hire more full-time production staff to lessen stress and burnout and eventually losing employees. And all of these best practices have increased significantly on the part of companies from five years ago. So when we look at the study findings, where are you seeing the opportunities for continued improvements in company recruitment and retention strategies? Yeah, there are definitely opportunities to continue to improve. Um, In terms of finding talent, Charlotte, many bakeries are being more purposeful in targeting underutilized talent pools and other candidate pools that companies might not have considered in the past, including a renewed focus on women, on military vets, on second chance workers, long-term unemployed, considering people with disabilities, refugees, retirees. So company concentration on these kinds of groups has spiked by as much as 20 points, and in some cases more than 30 points from the focus five years ago. But even though more companies report using these strategies compared to five years ago, they were being used at a fairly moderate level, really, five years ago. And so there's still a great deal Mm -hmm. of opportunity for more bakeries to adopt formalized candidate targeting programs. We also all know that baking is local, right? Mm -hmm. And so as we start to come back together for in-person activities and business, partnering at higher levels with educational organizations And our research shows that beginning in high school, even that early, 
and continuing to partner with technical schools, with community colleges and universities on programs to develop candidates and leveraging these schools' internship and apprenticeship programs are all locally focused strategies that show potential for even more use in the baking industry to help fill employment gaps. Now, in addition to partnering on school programming, just that regular company outreach to these schools to keep introducing and reintroducing and discussing the idea of careers in baking really needs to be happening with much more regularity. Mm -hmm. This kind of regular communication with excitement about potential careers doesn't have to be a heavy lift. It's that simple commitment that requires continued dedication on the part of company ambassadors. And it's one that can make a huge difference at a local level. I'd also say there is plenty of room for improvement in companies' own branding efforts. So whereas we've seen widespread adoption over the past five years of DEI programs, we haven't really seen similar increases in the use of employer branding efforts compared to baseline research five years ago. Efforts like developing and maintaining a robust company website and Facebook page, social media to connect employees to one another, and the use of social for marketing and for employee recruitment efforts. And I would say that there continues to be plenty of opportunity to make gains in this area. And it's particularly important because effective employer branding can help those areas that we know are pain points, like making bakery manufacturing appealing and increasing awareness of career opportunities in baking. So it's taking bites out of those pain points that are really being experienced by bakers. And I would conclude that while companies report increased use in some key retention strategies over the past five years, today, fewer than half of professionals for our research report the use of performance-based pay, like bonuses and profit sharing, you know, outlining clear company career pathways, or even accelerated pathways to move their talent up faster in the organization, or the use of modified work hours, flexible schedules, and consecutive days off. So plenty, plenty of opportunities here with uh, recruitment and retention efforts. Thanks for listening to Since Sliced Bread. I'd like to take a short break from the conversation, however, to tell you about our sponsor. This episode of Since Sliced Bread is brought to you by California Prune Ingredients from SunSweet. Prunes are more than inclusions. Prune Ingredients from California can help you make great tasting baked goods that are better for you. Adding only 1-2% to of a prune concentrate, puree, or powder can bind moisture, lower total sugars, and reduce fat. Create your next product innovation with prune ingredients from California. Now back to the conversation. So why are baking companies willing to try some of these strategies that they may not have been willing to try back in 2016? I really think the the quick answer to that is because companies really have to, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You and I, Charlotte, have been talking about most of these best practices for many years. Me, 
through Cyprus's industry research and you in your podcast, you know, through reporting and baking and snack and both of us at industry events. And there has been healthy debate about how best to position companies and the industry for success in this area. But given the shift among younger job candidates who really require a balance between work and personal life experiences, all of U.S. manufacturing is really now required to listen to those demands. The baking industry and broader food processing industry is also at the same time that we are struggling to attract and retain employees, we're undergoing a digital transformation. And we haven't had a chance to really talk about that, but it's interrelated with this issue, right? Mm -hmm. So technology we know is now central to a bakery's operation. And it's not just in the IT department, it's also on the front line. There is growing demand for tech talent at all levels of baking that has what Deloitte, the research firm calls a AAA skill set, a skill set of analytics, automation, and artificial intelligence skills. According to Deloitte's research and specific to the food industry, these tech skills include the need for skills in digital delivery, like company web development, data visualization, um, automated testing techniques. Needed skills are also wrapped up in data science, like mathematical modeling and big data and web analytics, AI and machine learning, simulation. We need skills like data engineering that includes cloud computing, data mining, you know, uh, cloud security ar architecture, and all of the technical skills involved in automation and robotics. So again, all of these are food industry specific tech skills that are needed today and in the near future. Now, companies are trying new solutions to attract and retain their talent because they have to. And the food industry isn't the only industry seeking out talent like this. And we know baking industry challenges are getting more complicated. We haven't talked about the expectation for greater supply chain transparency and what that means for the workforce and meeting sustainability goals. So these you know, along with continued industry automation are all contributing to the need for greater technical skills at all levels of the organization. So I would say baking companies really need to continue to create those formal pathways to tomorrow's jobs today. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of complexity to this workforce challenge that we don't have time to really dive into today. But yeah, that sounds like there's a lot of headwinds, but also a lot of paths for opportunities and new ways of thinking around workforce. So thank you, Marjorie, for sharing that um, that deep dive on this research that you conducted for ABA and ASB. Lauren, I'd like to talk to you now about what ABA members have been telling the ABA about their challenges and needs regarding workforce. How does it compare to the findings that Marjorie's reported here today? Thanks, Charlotte. Yeah, you know, I think everything that Marjorie just talked about really just echoes what we've been hearing from members from the beginning. I think one thing, when I look at the workforce issue, thinking back to 2016, you know, the baking industry was already having workforce shortages and kind of dealing with that issue. And the pandemic has really only made it worse, right? Mm. And so I think, 
you know, I've talked to members during the pandemic who told me that the president was jumping on a line in order to keep the, the line running. And that's kind of an unheard of thing. Um, and I think not only from the recruitment standpoint, but also the retention standpoint of how do you keep a worker on your team for more than, you know, a couple of weeks, you know, you want them yeah. to create this career path. So, you know, I think every conversation I have with members, they always start with, you know, their workforce challenges. And so this, this study was so important because it also just kind of solidified that what we're hearing is being felt by all our members, you know, not just one, one off anecdotes, everybody's feeling this. And, and to that point, sometimes I always like to share with our members. I don't know. Sometimes it makes them feel better. Sometimes it doesn't. But, right. you know, I talk to a lot of different business associations around town and really every association is dealing with the same types of issues. You know, everybody's dealing with workforce issues, which is what I think makes this research so important. You know, we have a great opportunity in the baking industry to start utilizing this research in order to recruit people. Everybody's kind of going after the same pool of people. And this really kind mm -hmm. of can help put us in front. Yeah, what I love about this study is that it it does show bakers that they're not alone in their challenges, but it also shows them maybe new ideas for recruitment and retention that they might not have thought of, or it shows them kind of where they're at in their recruitment and retention best practices. Like, are they on track with the latest, or are there maybe some new avenues for them to try that they haven't yet? Yeah, absolutely. So how is ABA trying to meet these needs that members are talking about, either through programs and connections or work on Capitol Hill? Yeah, so ABA has been constantly since the beginning of this pandemic going up to Capitol Hill and talking with the administration about all the different workforce challenges that we've been encountering. You know, whether it's from um, when the administration, they uh, issued an OSHA ETS that was around vaccine and testing we came out and said, you know, we have a lot of workforce that do not want to be tested or are refusing to get the vaccine. So if this rule goes into place, you know, it's going to cause irreparable harm to our industry, which means we won't even have the workers to make the products to put on the shelves, which will greatly harm, you know, this country and American families. And ultimately, you know, ABA ended up having to join a lawsuit around that issue. And the Supreme Court ended up ruling in our favor, saying that it would cause irreparable harm. So that's just kind of one way through regulations and educating, you know, the administration and others about what that regulation would, while it may be well-meaning, it can actually harm our industry. As well as, you know, I think just continuing to talk um, to members of Congress about all the issues we're facing. It's important that they understand those pain points and that they don't pass policies that can actually harm our industry. Um, we're at a point where we all, you know, we, we need to create a good business environment so, you know, we can all continue to recruit, retain those workforces. How is ABA sharing best practices among its members to assist the industry and in its efforts to improve recruitment and enhance the image of the baking industry? Because that's something that came up a lot in Cypress's findings, that just lack of awareness as well as the image issue that manufacturing has. Yeah, great question. So I think one way is obvious through Cypress research. You know, we've produced these reports, mm -hmm. which I think offer tremendous help to the industry and really can help inform us as we move forward. Another resource that we recently put out was the 2021 Salary and Benefits Survey for the baking industry. We did this with Snack International, and it's a great resource. Um, mm -hmm. We heard earlier we were talking about wages. I think this is important and helps to tell you where you are um, with the industry. 
as well as, you know, we have these great professional groups that really, I think, allow our members to come together and talk about a lot of these issues that they're feeling from the HR and safety professionals group. Then we also have the diversity, equity, and inclusion working group. These are all groups that are kind of working to help us as we continue to navigate this difficult environment. Additionally, you know, I think we're continuing, as you said, to try to change the way that people perceive the industry and and explaining what this industry looks like. We created a career path document about, I think about a year ago, and it's a great document. I think for an outsider looking at it, you can really see if I start on the line, I can eventually one day maybe be CEO. And I think that means a lot to workers, you know, just continuing to work with members and understanding where the pain points are and how we can continue to evolve and in our research to help them. So I think, for example, the research that we discussed today is just so important in helping to inform the industry. And later in this season, listeners, you'll also be able to hear about educational and training opportunities that ABA also offers to kind of support workers as they go through that career path. So stay tuned to that conversation later. Well, Lauren and Marjorie, thank you so much for spending time with me today to go through all this excellent data and everything ABA is trying to do to support the industry and this during this workforce challenge and the labor crisis that we face right now. Thank you, Charlotte. Absolutely. It's a pleasure, Charlotte. Thank you for listening to Scent Sliced Bread. If you'd like to join the conversation, leave us a voicemail at 816-968-7772. Or you can record a message using the Voice Memo app on your smartphone and email it to podcast at sosland.com. Don't forget to subscribe to Scent Sliced Bread on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts and drop us a review. We'd also like to thank our sponsor for this episode, California Prune Ingredients from SunSweet. Always gluten-free and made of plants, California Prune Ingredients from SunSweet offer natural solutions for 21st century product innovators. Get more information or request a sample at sunsweetingredients.com. Scent Slice Bread is a baking and snack podcast produced by Taryn Parker and hosted by Charlotte Atchley.